here we go, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, yeah. And the boys are back. Here we go, open up. Cheers, brother. Cheers, happy Memorial Day. Happy summer. So I played this, played this intro because this is Memorial Day weekend. Kickoff. Oh, Jesus. And you're wearing the OD sweatshirt. But yeah, we would uh, cross the bridge going into Sea Isle. You'd always throw freaking quarters for some freaking time. I think it was something, if you threw it, you were going to play it. Yeah, I guess, and we would always do that. But as we were crossing the bridge, we would play this song. Nice. Nice. Yeah, those were fun days, man. Yeah, that was uh, fun, fun days. Thanks for thinking, uh, you know, Shaller and uh, Dougie and myself, and we hit a lot of bars on the way down there. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So there it is, the boys are back in town. Let me uh, do something here. This is, let's see if it lets me do that. Yeah, that's good. So that way I can see the levels a little better. So Memorial Day weekend, um, you know, and, and it's like Memorial Day. It's funny, um, you actually just said it. And it just reminds me of, I took Luke out to dinner Thursday night. We were supposed to go out Friday night, which was, we didn't. And I, I take him out Thursday night and this little waitress, very nice to us, but at the end she goes, and happy Memorial Day weekend. And I'm like, I always say, hey, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Be safe. Mm -hmm. But Memorial Day weekend, you know, we think about those who, mm -hmm. uh, you know, gave their life so, for this country. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, it is a big deal. I hate to be sappy or whatever, but it is a big deal to me. And uh, it was really cool. Um, I saw a guy I worked with for years posted something out about the four people he lost that he was with in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, when he, he was there at the hot times, it was right around the time they were starting to try and do the election there in, in Fallujah, and, and things got really crazy there. And, um, you know, one of, the, one of the things Joe was able to do is he was always sending pictures and stories back to us um, because he was, he was a rep in Philly um, at Nielsen at the time. And then, you know, and he would always send stuff and information back. And it was, and then his coming home party, it was a big deal. Um, but yeah, shout out to Joe Diamond and all that he did, and and sorry for the loss, but I thank those guys for what they did. That's what reminds me of Memorial Day. But he had just posted something out on LinkedIn okay. yesterday. I noticed it. So, um, but that being said, Friday I got done work a little early. Who didn't? Uh, and I went up to Costco, and uh, I get out of my car. I did. I, I put a mask in my back pocket. Not gonna lie. Um, because I didn't know what was going to go on, right? And I see, you know, a few people in the parking lot, no masks, some with. I'm, like, I'm going for it, you know? Fuck this. I'm going into Costco. I, I got my things in my head I want to go get. And um, I grab my cart, a couple with masks on, whatever. I'm like, fuck it. I'm still not wearing a mask. I see people inside that store without masks. I got in there, Jimmy, 70% of the people were without masks. Mm -hmm. And most of them were older, elderly people. The people that didn't have masks, you know, some were the mothers with the kids. And then, you know, you had your people that are going to fucking wear a mask two years from now, you know, mm -hmm. the, those people. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that. And yeah. I'm like, fuck this. I'm so glad. Like, normal felt back. And then, you know, to go to Kirshner's Friday night, and it was just that atmosphere. You know, it's like I walked from my car. I didn't even, didn't even take a mask over there. And to me, that's normal. I want fucking America back. Yeah, You're too. watching these stadiums starting to fill up. Yeah. It's starting yeah. to feel good, man. Yeah, getting close. Getting close. Mm -hmm. 
So here we are, episode 55 of Riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. The greats to wear 55, Jimbo. Okay. And I'll tell you that this is a very good number for the Eagles. <laughs> is it? I can only take it out to the one, but I'm okay. sure you, you've got them. Yeah. So go ahead. You go first. I'll start off with a guy who, when I kept thinking about this, for whatever reason, I kept forgetting him when I would go over my list in my head again. Willie McGinnis for the Patriots and a great 55 at USC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... And there was another great 55 at USC. Oh, we'll talk about him in a second. Okay, well, I was just going to say. Go ahead. Junior Say. There you go. Yeah. So when you say Willie McGinnis, because I did have Willie on. Actually, I spelled it Wilkie McGinnis. But but hey, yeah. Wilkie McGinnis is fine, too. <laughs> yeah, the two great USC 55s. Yeah, Junior yeah. Say was 55 then, at USC and, and, and for the Chargers. Right him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another great 55. You know i got to go Raiders. i got to go my man Matt Millen out of Penn State. Matt Millen. I'll go another Penn Stater. Didn't have a long professional career. It was 55. I don't know what he was at Penn State. You'll probably be able to tell me. Um, but Dan Connor. He was, was 40. Okay. Was he for Penn State? 40. He was 40. He was 55 for the Panthers. Shortened career. Great player, but he had the neck yeah. issues. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with another Raider again. A guy named Dan Connors. Dan Connors. But he was 55. Yeah, before Matt Millen, he was 55. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, those early Raider teams, yeah. Oh, good one, good one. Uh, I Like I said, I, I pulled out three Eagles. First one, I'll go with Brandon Graham. Love Brandon okay. Graham. BG, yep. strip okay. sack, Super Bowl okay. champs. All Brandon right, I'm, I'm going to go old school. Chris Hamburger for the Redskins. Chris Hamburger. Was he a linebacker? Yes, he was. He was a Hall of Famer. I, remember, and they, I remember those unis back then. Yeah. I, I loved that guy. I actually did. He was a good player. Hamburger, yeah. Yeah, I remember that name on the back. So I'll go same time. Frank LeMaster. Frank LeMaster. 55. Okay. All right, I'll stick with that same time except for the bad guys. Leroy Jordan. Oh, man. Can't, can't do the bad guys. Yeah, he was, he was good. Guy. I actually, you know how many times I've named a cowboy, but... Uh, and then, so, really, if you look at the Eagles through the years, there were some great 55s. The next one, I don't know if he was that great, but we got to drink with him a lot. Mike Reichenbach. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steeler, John Kolb. John Kolb. Okay. I'm going to stick with the Steelers, Joey Porter. Joey Porter's son plays for Penn State now. Does he really? Yeah, he's a corner. He's good. And he's got the frame to be a linebacker. It's always like, man, put 25 pounds on this kid, and he'll be an All-American linebacker. You never know. He could be. God damn, that guy can recruit. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Got a whole bunch more. How about Derek Brooks from the Buccaneers? I had him. Great I love Derek Brooks. Player. Could we'll we'll go through, but arguably could be one of the best fifty fives. He's good. I love good. Derek Brooks. Yep. Uh, this guy sucked as a pro. Was not okay. fifty five in college, but he was in the pros. Got run over. <laughs> Brian Bosworth. Bosworth, yep. Bosworth was 55, yeah. <laughs> he was, what, 44? He started off as 44. At and then they made him switch. They did. And then Seahawks. And then Bo got Jackson. Got by Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. <laughs> he still got Bo Jackson's clean Oh, sure. He probably but Bosworth was 55. He was. I'm going to go with the Bears. We're going to go with Otis Wilson. Otis Wilson, yeah. Bears. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, uh, I was like, Two linebackers then, and I was like, was it Wilbur Marshall? I looked up Wilbur Marshall, I think it was, was 58. 58. Yeah, yeah 58. Yep. But I was like, there was a 55 on that Otis team. Wilson, yeah. And there it is, Otis was Wilson. Good, but yeah. I I was like, I thought it was Wilbur Marshall. Or, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I looked that up right away. Which I think, did he play one year for the Eagles, Wilbur Marshall? I know he went to the Redskins. Okay, maybe he didn't play one year. I don't know year. if he played for the Eagles or not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I swear to you, I am not making this shit up, this name. Okay. He played for the Packers in the late 70s. Anybody listening can look this up. Mike Hunt. 
<laughs> Mike Hunt was a Mike Hunt. Did he hang out with Dick Paul? <laughs> Seriously, Mike Mike Hunt. Mike, uh, is Mike Hunt there? Uh, is Mike Hunt there? Was, was a linebacker for the Packers in the late seventies. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with another bear, Lance Briggs. Mm. Nice, nice. Come on, I pulled a Mike Hunt. That's great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he only played three years. That's okay. And he only wore fifty-five, so he won't oh, make a boy. return. Okay. Uh, Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs is really good. Great player. Great. Very Where was he? Player. Like Arizona State, and then went to. Yeah, the he Raiders. was Arizona State. He played with uh, who was that guy? Uh, but I think he was forty something at Arizona State. I can't remember, but he was an outside rusher. He was very good. He played with what's a guy who got killed in the military? Oh yeah, um, yeah. And the quarterback was Plummer. Jake oh the yeah, Snake. Jake the Snake. Yeah. Didn't Penn State play them in the Rose Bowl. No, uh, Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State played them. State played them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, so, why can't I think of the guy that got killed? Uh, Patrick Tillman. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to switch to baseball. Go. Uh, I'll leave your guy for you because I got some more baseball guys. I, I don't have any. Hideki Matsui. Oh, nice. Good ball player. Great ball player. Good hit. Fucking killed us in 2009. Yes, he dude. did. Yes, he did. Uh, okay, so then I'll take uh, the only 55 that came to my mind in, in baseball was Earl Hershiser. You didn't remember the freak Tim, Tim Lincecum? Oh, Tim Lincecum. Was he 55? Didn't yes. he play for the Phillies for one year? Or two he years? might have. He, he had those 10 great years at the Giants where oh, it was dude. unbelievable. One Little dude. Little Tiny. dude could fire. And then he just fell off the face of the earth. He played, he bounced around for a couple of years at different teams. Yeah, I liked Tim Lincecum. He could fire that ball, man. He mm-hmm. could put his whole body into that pitch. And the way he pitched, it just came out, you know, it was putting too much pressure on his arm. Sure. Um, I'm going to go with, there's two flyers. Ulf Samuelson, who was... 55, and then went down to, I think he went to 28. But this guy played for the Flyers, and I think we gave him a shit ton of money. He came from Tampa Bay, Chris Gratton, and he sucked for the Flyers. Wow. That's sucked for him. But I always got to get a flyer in there. Okay. I couldn't find a single Philly. There were Phillies that wore it, but not one that was memorable. I only have one more on my list. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with the Dodger catcher, Russell Morton. Oh, I liked him. Yeah. yeah. Did, did he play for the Yankees, too? I don't think he played for the Yankees, but he did. I think he played for the Tigers. He played for a couple teams. I'm pretty sure he played for one did of the he? New York teams. He might have. He might have. Yeah, he maybe the, the Mets. He was on the Dodgers for a long time. He was on the Dodgers for a while, yeah. but towards the end of his career, yeah. he, he came out east. Okay. He's great, great. He's like the guy with the Cardinals now. Like a guy that's been around yeah, with the same, Marlena, yeah. same team for a long time and just a consistent great catcher. That's yeah. Russell Martin yeah, was Russell a great Martin. catcher. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my last one that I have. I love this guy as an announcer. The Sixers announcer, when he played one year for the Sixers, Ala Abdul Nabi was number 55 for the Sixers. Wow. Okay, I'll stick with uh, basketball. Go uh, to Kenby Matumba. He was not 55 for the Sixers, though. No. I don't know. I think he was. Was he really? He was definitely 55 for Atlanta. Okay. He was 55 for most of his career. I don't know. He was 55 in college, too. Hmm. Yeah. He was a player, man. Yeah. Good defender. Of, they they needed him uh, at that time. Uh, yeah, I love him. In the Not much offense. No, but no. he just he's getting shoved around. Yeah. Uh, there were in basketball. There were actually two guys named Jason Williams. Two different guys. They spelled Jason differently. One was a the white boy point guard. Point guard who grew up with Randy Moss. Right. And then there was a guy who actually played for the Sixers and the Nets. Jason Williams. Yes, also. I remember. And they him. both wore fifty. And the, and the one was, murdered his. Yeah. Something murdered his uh, chauffeur, chauffeur or something. Or something. Yeah, something yeah. Crazy. The Jason... And he used to be on basketball. He used to be on TV all the yes, time. Yes, he was. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was somewhere up in Jersey where yeah. he, the murder took yeah. place. Yeah. But the other one turned into be a drug dealer, right? The other, oh, or did he? The, the other the, Jason. The white Williams. chocolate. White chocolate. He's a, he's a drug dealer. Now, Didn't right? he play for Maryland? Wasn't he on those Maryland teams that I can't remember went on the great runs? In the I can't NCAA remember tournament? where he went in college. I'm pretty sure it was Maryland. Uh, he played for Sacramento in the pros, and he was good. It might have been Maryland. I'm not sure. I think he had a drug problem. Um, I can White also chocolate. go with Kiki Vandeweghe, who played for the Nuggets, also UCLA boy. Oh, I love Kiki. Kiki Vandeweghe. Roy Hibbert for Indiana. Roy Hibbert was 55? Roy Hibbert for the Indiana Pacers, yep. I like Roy Hibbert. Yeah. He was consistent. He was good. Player. Uh, did you see who died the other day? Mm-mm. Episode 54. You, mm-hmm. you you made his call out to his jersey. 54, Mark Eaton. Oh, Mark Eaton died. I think he died yesterday or the day before. Oh, wow. Some kind of bicycle accident. I'm like, what the hell's with these guys? Well, maybe we should say these guys' names, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Because the other one, like Sean Bradley, when he, like, Jesus Christ, yeah. man. So, uh, yeah. So, I, th- I think that's our fit list for 55s. Yeah. All right. A lot of football players. So, um, I thought I'd uh, share this with you. So, like I said, I met up with the boys. We're, we're going to do, I'll, I'll add this on as part two later today. Okay. Um, you know, Schmigel, uh, Schaller, Dougie, Jay Newman, Scotty, um, I think that's all that was there that day. Um, yeah, I'm not forgetting anybody. But Schmiegel started this thing. So it's called, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it's Morty and his yardstick. But Jimmy, it's it's videos, but it's so goddamn funny. Okay. And um, he's like... What is he, measuring shit? No. Let's see if I can get the audio to play through here. All right, Telstar fans, we are in spring training Early March. I'm going to let you watch this. And... Port St. Lucie, Florida. And look at the leg kick right here. Oh, God. By the hitter arch. Zimmerman as he's going <laughs> to go deep Dave to right Smith? center with this. Like but it's not about the players. It's about the fans here as we watch, watch the fans game. in the outfield grass. This dude right here with the long hair thinks he's got a beat on it, tracks it down, thinks he's got the catch. He does not raise oh, yeah, his hand. This, this guy's got the ball. He, he makes a jackass of himself. Here it is again. He's got the <laughs> his own name on the back of the jersey. That's a problem right there. The hair. Come on, dude. You got to clean it up. The hair gets in his way of his vision. Thinks he has it. He doesn't. This guy's got the ball. He walks off this close, he says. And it's all chin and chest. <laughs> it's all chin and chest. Oh, God. But this is great how he breaks these down. Yeah, that's funny. It's funny stuff. So uh, this other one, this is a classic. Chin and chest. I think you probably saw this too um, on the on the news. But all right, Telestrator fans, we're going away from the hardwood right Sweeping now, Tom. Okay. and yeah. uh, we're going to look at Phyllis from Lake Jackson, Tennessee. There she is in the red. Oh, uh, she she discovered down, a huh? peeping Tom. Outside of her house, uh, peering in on her daughter, this she was not happy about it at all. Called the police. Do this justice, but then, but... Uh, when the peeping tom started to make a run for it, she wasn't having anything of that. And if we watch her, she notices that he's stick. about to take off, sets her feet, checks her phone in her shorts, makes sure that's stable, and then goes in. Boom! Nice up, glasses come it? off. Here Boom. it is again. Look at the power. Take him down, Take him lady. Power. Take him Looks down. like the Eagles are thin at linebacker. Let's get a look. <laughs> That's funny. These are great stuff. Dude, he's got so many of these, get though. Get out of here. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah I, I, said, I love the, like, the pointing stick there with the yardstick. Oh, isn't that great? So, 
Cody's power. Good tackle. That was a good tackle. Make sure her phone don't come out. I don't know what to do with this. I want to, I want to, I, you know, he's got so many of these videos. Oh, what is he? Sit at home making these videos? It's funny stuff, right? (laughs) He's got a lot of basketball ones, which are really funny. And he breaks plays down and he hates Calipari. um, Oh, he hates Calipari. It's a funny one that he does. rips on Calipari. Um, but I'm like, dude, you've got this is gold. These are funny things, you know. You yeah, yeah. either a Twitter account or YouTube or something, and call it Morty and his yardstick. Morty so, and yard, okay. I was trying to get on here, and that, and, and I got to give a shout out. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to put this in, but so we went golfing with those guys. I went home. I left. You know, we had the thing we were doing the brew BQ the next day, so I couldn't hang too long. But they were over at Lulu Country Club. I get a text later that night. <laughs> Schmigel saved somebody fucking somebody's life. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you the yeah, story? Yeah, you told me the story. Yeah, dude was the the lady was choking. He pushed the fucking husband oh, out of the way, and apparently uh, Newman tells it best. So I, I somehow we're gonna have to wrap these guys okay. into a yeah, podcast. Yeah, we'll get them on sometime. But our hero, to our hero, Morty and his yardstick. Schmigel, yeah, the girl with the peeping tom, nice tackle. Yeah, the Eagles are a little thin at, at uh, linebacker. That's right. Hey. Certainly user. So, um, so I don't have too much news this week. I mean, there was some news, but apparently last night, Braves outfielder, Uzuna, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, got arrested. I know the guy was out anyway. He had a broken finger. But apparently, he like choked out his wife. And while the police were there, he was choking her out. Oh, terrific. She had bruises and shit. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he's a good player, Uzuna. Wow. And um, I guess the broken finger didn't stop from choking. So he's been charged with felony assault. Oh boy, that's a big deal. So yeah. I mean, you know, you got Azuna, a double, right? A double had his issues. Yes, he Set did. Out a whole yes, year. He did. This is gonna put a hurting on the Braves. Right. The East is up for grabs right now. The Mets are starting to run well, away with this yeah, thing. Yeah, well, the, the Phillies aren't doing much to you uh, know, help Phil's their situation. Suck right now. Yeah. Phillies suck right now, and I'm really be in Boston in like two or three weeks. Oh, are they up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Now, I mean, the Massachusetts governor just said full 100 percent capacity. It was 100 percent capacity yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Well, it rained, so it wasn't. But yeah. they, they were going to allow it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like when I yeah. say normal's back, you're starting to see this. And speaking of that. I got you to watch. I think did you watch some of that soccer game yesterday? Yeah, I watched. It. I I tuned in the last like you know the, the extra minutes. Mm. And I, I like how they finally say, all right, they're going to go to seven extra right. minutes. So you knew, okay, right? It's a Instead of it being, they would just play until the ref decided decided. Like you know, hey, my team is the other team. We're going to give them another couple of minutes until they have a shot. But they they actually said, hey, we're going to play till seven. But they don't. If you ever watch, they did yesterday. But if you ever watch, they don't go right to seven minutes extra time and call it. They will stretch that to seven fifty, whatever. Okay. Um, as long as the action is going on, he won't blow that whistle until that ball gets kicked away. Okay, that's the only thing that I still think with soccer at that level. There's that still that little gray area that the referee just he dictates when the game is actually over yeah. with that stoppage time. Well, I mean, it would suck if you're you know, and they had a couple of decent runs at, at like the one goal missed by what like a foot or two. Yeah, that was an amazing know? shot. Yeah. Kicked it up. Yeah, and that was in the answer. That was like within the last minute. It and was then, within the... It was, then, it was one minute. With like 30 seconds or 20 seconds, the, the goalie from the other team kicked it and put it right into play, right in a scoring situation, yep. and they had one more shot. It's amazing, So man. it was kind of cool. So, yeah. I, so I'm a huge, as, as I've told you, Chelsea fan, yeah. I'm a huge Chelsea fan, been for years. Um, and the fact that two English Premier teams made it to the European final... Uh, 
I don't think that that hasn't happened for years anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, because you got all those good teams from you know, Barcelona's always good. You know, Madrid, Real Madrid. They're all those teams are so good. So two English teams making it was a big deal, and with Chelsea, it was the first time. I think in ten years Chelsea had made it to a final. Wow. Um, it was a good game. It was a good game. I. It's funny because they kept advertising all week that it was going to be on this Paramount Television, Paramount Television, and um, I'm like, I don't have Paramount. So I was like, do I buy this just so I can freaking watch this? I'm like, I'm going to find this game. So I started watching it on Univision. <laughs> I found the game. It was on something. It was on CBS. Yeah. It turned out it was on CBS. I was like, oh, sweet. So I can watch it in English. It looks like you're actually watching a soccer game in Spanish. I'm like, yeah. I mean, this is the biggest deal. This is, tune it out and just this is European Championship. This is a big deal for me. And, you know... Uh, uh, Manchester City was huge favorites coming into the game and just for Chelsea to win. I mean, they scored the goal somewhat early, um, but it would have been cool. But the first time ever an American playing in the champion final, you know, um, Christian Pusilic, championship team, yeah, kid from Hershey, PA. <laughs> and he's good. He's fucking great, man. Wow. And cool. he almost scored a goal yesterday. He had that, you know, it was like somewhat of a breakaway, and he should have scored, and he just kicked it wide, and that would have been history. I mean, him playing and winning was history. So, shout out to Chelsea champs and uh, big deal. I mean, I kind of, I'm okay with this being a shitty weather weekend because there was some good sports on yesterday. Yeah. Um, You know, and then followed that up with the Sixers game last night. I don't know if you watched the Sixers game. You didn't? I'm not in the NBA. I know you're not in the NBA, and I wasn't. Um, I just love this Sixers team, and I'm a big fan of Doc. Um, yeah, he's going to get them playing good, so he hopefully does. they can get it by the net. So. But they just freaking rolled yesterday, man. Yeah. Um, I this is that's probably the best game I saw the Sixers play all year. Like just passing the ball around, hitting their open jumpers. Uh, you know, I, I could have done without. I know Embiid shot 14 of 18 from the field, but I could have done with a couple of three pointers. You know what I mean? It's like. I know he draws them out, and that's why he shoots the three-pointers. But uh, Danny Green was on fire yesterday. He, wow. I think he ended up hitting five three-pointers. Nice. Uh, I mean, this guy's just I, I did see that one move in the, in the highlights where Embiid like, did a ball fake up and then went underneath and just went for a dunk. That so, was great. Okay, so two possessions earlier, he did the same exact thing. Missed the dunk. Ah. And the ball went flying out of bounds. Oh, and the, you know, the Washington fans were on oh, him. Yeah. So he comes right back down two two possessions later, does the same exact move and the same thing. The guy underneath just gets out of the way and he fucking slams it again. Yeah. So I love Embiid. He he is just a such a joy to watch. Fans in the house there was it was pretty loud. It was very loud. There was a That's lot nice. of Sixers fans That's made cool. the trip down there. That's cool. So, mm, I mean, I would say that that stadium or whatever you call it, the arena, looked like it was about seventy percent full. That's cool. Yeah. So it's it's, it's getting there. You know, I think June 11th, they're, they're going to be making a big announcement. They said if outdoors, you don't need a mask. So, I mean, the Phillies game's outdoors. Yeah. So, um, I, I we didn't get the chance to talk about this last week, but for my buddy Jeremy, I got to give a shout-out to Marshall soccer team won the NCAA tournament. Oh, really? Yeah. Division one. Division one. yeah. Oh, wow. Way to go. West Virginia boy in a house. Yeah, Marshall nice. and soccer champs. So, All right, shout yeah. out. Didn't get a chance. We didn't really. heard, right? We did do some news last week, um, which was a good show. It's different, right? right. It's like, um, 
Well, I mean, that's the thing with Ryan Shack and with Norman Jim. We're all over the place. We are. Hey, we got a, a yardstick with Morty or something like that. <laughs> Morty and his yardstick. Morty and his yardstick, yeah. It's good stuff, though. He's fucking that's funny. Yeah, the one I definitely saw on ESPN. <laughs> but hell, he breaks it down. It's oh, funny. Oh, my shit. God. What a chick tackled yeah. the dude in the street. That was beautiful. Nice tackle, by that the way. That was. Yeah. I'll, nice. I'll play some other ones, but the fact that he sits there in the yardstick and records yardstick. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how he said the guy's got his own name on the back. That's, that's a no-no right there. Which and is that so is true. No-no. That is so Dude, true. and then you celebrate. I remember seeing on ESPN, they were ripping him too. Like, he didn't even get it. He's celebrating. The other dude's just fighting over it. So, full disclosure on the name thing. So, back when I worked at the barn, and the Eagles got the new uniforms when they went to the Midnight Green mm-hmm. from the Kelly Green. So, I was working at the barn. I was a DJ at the time. So, I got storm put on and I, I had because you couldn't get a jersey at that time so I went through the NFL I mean today you can get any fucking jersey you want but back then you couldn't so I went through the NFL I paid like 200 bucks for this jersey I had it sewn on 28 storm nice so anyway I'm you know I'm at the barn so it's cool eagle season whatever I'm wearing that you know hey storm DJ storm, storm whatever yeah. so I decide I'm gonna wear it to a game I don't know if I ever told you a story no I never told you a story? Uh-uh. Okay, it's embarrassing as fuck. Oh, what are these guys rides here about? I'm like, you know the way they are. So, first of all, I'm tailgating everything. I got my jersey on. I'm thinking I'm cool as shit, whatever, right? And uh, all my buddies from the barn or whatever. So, we're walking from tailgating, and you know the way the Eagles drunk fans are. You know, I'm, I'm walking across the street, and this guy's like, 28, 28, turn around. Fucking storm. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> this might be a mistake. No jacket. I only got the jersey now. Okay. He goes, who the fuck is Storm? As I hear that as I'm walking away with my buddies. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be a rough one. But it's just explain, hey, that's my nickname. They would have been laughing. Uh-uh. So you get, to the, you get to the seats. I'm in the seats, Jimmy. And this, Same guy? No. No, 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 no. Just Eagles fans. Mm. And we had we were section 704. So all I hear from above me, right? So you're in the 700 level. Yeah, well, all I hear, every time there's a drop pass, Storm would have caught that one. <laughs> Put Storm in. That's what they're yelling. Put we want Storm. Storm. We want Storm. It's a Storm brewing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm just like cringing. All like, you can do is laugh. That's all you I should do. Yeah, Storm would have got it. Storm would have made that tackle the whole Put fucking Storm game. In. These fucking drunk Philadelphia <laughs> are just ripping me apart. I went home, Jimmy. Got the fucking scissors. Uh, no, I did. No, I cut the fucking name tag off. Just to an Eagles game. Nope, nope. It was brutal. I paid two hundred fucking, fucking dollars. Hilarious. Storm would have caught it. Put Storm in. Put Storm in. It was. It was fucking brutal, Jimmy. It was fucking brutal. That's hilarious. The whole game. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I had no idea. idea. Just so, laugh like, eh, whatever. Never, ever. That's a big mistake. Never do the personalized jersey. Put Storm in. Uh, well, whatever. One time. Made the mistake. Ah, uh, that's funny. Uh, and then, uh, so I saw this morning, Eagles are, uh, the, the rumor is the Eagles have interest in Julio Jones. I, I mean, depending on how much you give up, that'd be nice. You think about their receivers at that point. It'd be Julio Jones, the young kid from uh, Bama, Davis. Is that who they just drafted? No, Smith. Smith. Smith, and then whoever you got last year and put him into the slot. Rieger. Those are three fast guys. Right. You know, t- at least two of them can catch. Right. Right. And, hey, all of a sudden you're looking offensively pretty good. You got Miles. Where would you put Julio? No, no, not Julio. No. I would put the kid from Rager. I put him in a slot. Okay, where would you put Julio? I put him on the outside. 
Okay. Where would you put Smith? Put him on the outside. Three receivers. Okay. Put those two Alabama boys and on the outside. Then you got tight end. Then you got your tight end. Yeah, you, you got all sorts of speed now, right? Yeah. You know, if they blow down the line, you, you got your you got Dallas underneath. You got Miles can come out of the backfield. Meanwhile, you got two burners on the outside and a burner at the slot. Right. Imagine what you could do with that. That's a lot of money, though. You know. It is. So that's if you do it. If not, and what well, do you get him for a year? Maybe you get him two years. I guess. Julio yeah. Jones can catch. That dude can he catches catch. everything. See, that's the thing, right? That's the thing I like about the rookie is he seems to catch everything, right? But you All need those, those short hands too. All yeah. those guys do. You just need the short hands, and right. it's like the guy that fucking Texans traded to uh, uh, Cardinals last year. What the fuck's his name? Oh, Hopkins. That, that dude doesn't catches drop a everything. Thing. He catches everything. That guy could catch a paper cup in a hurricane. That dude yeah. can catch. Yes. I remember the one year they played against Eagles, and he killed them. He had like 12 catches. Anything in his area, he just gets it, man. He's unbelievable. Yeah, I couldn't And so that's what I, I agree with you with Julio. He just catches everything. He catches everything. And that helps the whole team. Right. Because you know, then you're going to start shading him, and then it's going to one-on-one with the new kid yep. and the other guy, Rager, who will get open. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, you, all of a sudden the, the landscape of their teams like, hold on. Man. I don't care about giving up the first round pick. We fucked those up anyway. Yeah, you know, and if you can get him for one of those two, or you give up the Wentz pick, yeah. imagine you just traded Carson Wentz for Julio Jones. I take sign him. me up. I take Julio Jones. Fuck yeah, man. Well, you yeah. do a trade and sign like, hey, listen, we're going to give you a couple year extension. Right. Maybe he'll do it. He's going to be playing with a lot of Alabama guys. He's got Hurts. He's got. You know, Smith? Yeah. Right, you know? So I love that idea. I don't care that he's 32 years old. He's one of those guys that works hard at keeping his body so in shape. What's his name? Fitz, Fitzgerald's old. But he's freaking still, you know, you don't want to leave him open. He's another one that catches everything. Yeah, he don't drop a thing. Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't get the ball thrown yeah. his way that way. So that's interesting. Uh, so I think the Indy 500's today. Yes, it is. So, uh, yeah, I always like watching that. I, I don't yeah. know why. It's a tradition thing, Memorial yeah. Day weekend. You know. I, you know, I've never been to one of those things, and I, I don't know much about NASCAR, never really, but I wouldn't mind going to one of those and yeah. just partying up and checking it out. So that's what I want to do. I want to go to I a NASCAR. Mind. I'm yeah. not, you know, the Indy 500 is it for me with that racing. I don't even know what that is, the IRL League or uh, whatever. Grand Prix. NASCAR is more my kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to do a NASCAR. Yeah. And they have that up uh, in, uh, like, oh. Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area. I, just, I said to you earlier, I was watching a stupid movie this morning, and I was like, Sue's like, why are you watching that? Days, Days of Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> that's what I was watching this Days morning. Days of Thunder, hey. Dude. Yeah, hey, like when he wins his first race, and the, the, the oh, stripper the, cop. Yeah, the yeah, cop. Yeah, and then he nice. fucking, he grabs what's-her-name, what's her hand on his cock. <laughs> oh, uh, what's her name? His, his future wife, tall girl, what's mm-hmm. her name? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a good girl. movie. That's a good Australian movie. girl, yeah. Yeah, she is. She's freaking yeah. hot in that movie. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah. Yeah. And now she's married to the uh, Australian singer, Keith okay. Urban. He's so, Australian? Yeah, he is. You can't tell it from his country music, but yeah, he's Australian. Wow, Keith Red Urban. Solo Cup, my man. No, 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 that's not him, that's Toby Keith. Oh, Keith, Keith oh, Urban. Oh, Toby Keith, yeah. okay, my bad. Ask your boss, he'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Red Solo um, Cup, oh, yeah. I feel you So the cool thing is, Indy 500, the winner drinks the milk, and they kiss the bricks. It's a cool tradition, right? Why do they drink the milk? I don't know. It's a tradition that, but you know, always the winner when they go, you know, well, they hand they, them the, don't they have another the race here at the end called the brick, Brickyard? Brickyard. Six hundred. That's a NASCAR race. 
Oh, that's NASCAR. Right? Yeah. Okay. It, but the, whatever the stadium is known for the bricks. Or whatever. Yes. Okay. And it's just a little. It's path a tradition. Of I, I get it. Yeah. So I like that tradition. So I was thinking about some great traditions in sports. Okay. Can yeah. you think of any great traditions? Because I, I wrote down a couple. Well, I mean, you go to college football, and there's always great ones. Yeah. Um, you know, you have all those great, you know, tunes. As much as I hate Notre Dame, they got a great fight song. So does Michigan. Um, that was cool seeing that at Michigan. Da, 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 yeah, I da, never da, been to Big House. I'd like to go. Dude, you were going. Okay. I, th- I don't know if it's this year or next year. It's this I'll year. Go. It'll be this I'll year. Go. Yeah, because I talk- T. Andrew T. Yeah. Hey, Andrew we'll T. I'm up, buddy. I'll be at Michigan. He's- State. As long as they're not playing Penn State, I'll cheer for Michigan. But this would be great. COVID's over. We're all yeah, fucking. Yeah. Let's go, man. There's a lot of cool traditions. Like, um, is it uh, Mississippi? They have that. You, they walk through. Uh, what do they call it? The Grove or something. Yeah, like that. very cool. Um, like the, Penn State used to do the. Well, I mean, the buses come up, but they would have the. They walk. still do that. They still where the buses come through and then they yeah. cheer for the team because the buses always take the same route. Um, Clemson with the, the uh, rock. I'm trying to think. Of, it's Georgia and Florida used to have the greatest outdoor tailgate. Tailgate and they whatever they did away with that. That was a great tradition. Um, Texas Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl. They have the Texas State Fair, which is a great yep. tradition. Uh, obviously, Michigan, Ohio State, that, that rivalry in itself is a tradition. So yep. is the Iron Bowl with Alabama. There's so many great traditions. Uh, you go to Fenway Park with, uh, it's not even the seventh inning stretch, it's after the eighth inning where they sing Sweet Caroline. Which is great. Sweet Caroline. Take me out to the ball game at Wrigley. Take me out to the ball game with Wrigley. Uh, Harry Carey singing. singing. Harry Carey singing. Back in the day. And now, you know, all the guest singers, which um, is great stuff. You know, if Boston wins, they sing, drink that, that, we got dirty water. Hey, Boston, you're my home. Phillies now, they sing High Hopes. That's because for Harry, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of cool traditions at at basketball, uh, you know, college games. Uh, Oh, it's Wisconsin. Jump around. Jump around. Uh, Before a a Kansas University basketball game, they sing Chalk Talk. You ever see that thing? They go, Chalk Talk. I don't know. What's a Chalk Talk? Chalk Talk is because the guy who kind of started basketball, James Naismith, Ah. was the coach of Kansas. And he would draw up plays. So they Chalk Talk Jayhawk. Okay. And then they do this great tradition where they do Chalk Talk. That's cool. Jay. And if you Google it one day, and it's like like a, you know, they're about to drink the the, the Kool Aid. And yeah. then they, then also they start jamming. That's cool. That's a great tradition. Too. How about the uh, tradition of uh, Tent City, Duke? Duke, yeah. Uh, they all Shizeskyville. Shizeskyville, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. all lay out to get the best. And, and somehow seats. they keep track of who's number one and all. So that I worked with a guy whose brother just graduated from Northwestern, and part of his, um, you know, graduate degree, he went down and did a whole story on. Shiseskyville. Oh, okay. And he slept in the tents and oh, everything. Nice, and nice. yeah, he did a whole report on him. It was really cool. Right. I mean, yeah. didn't you have, you have, there's a lot of traditions I'm sure we're missing where, you know, the players walk from one place to another through the crowd, yeah. which is very cool. So there's a lot of great traditions. And, and that's why sports are so important. And yeah, that's it why is. I really like college sports because the college really stick to them. Oh, that's dude, why the alumni come back. What? I wrote it down. Chief Osceola with the Flaming Spear. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Boom, yeah. Right in oh, yeah. Midfield. <laughs> that is freaking awesome. That's a great one. I, I know. I mean, I hate to say this to you, but Ohio State with the script and the dotting of the eye. The dotting eye. of the eye. Yeah, that's a great that. one. That's yeah, a cool you know, one. One day we'll beat them guys. Here's a good tradition that I can't believe you, but it's going to be great for you when you hear it. Red lighting up the cigar. 
Oh yeah, Red, yeah, and then you know now everybody does that when they win a ball game, they run a lineup. But he would that cocky motherfucker. He would, would do it while the game was going on. Exactly when he felt that it was wrapped up, and the other team would get fired up, like, "Oh, you think it's over?" And he, well, he had great teams back then. He did. You know, he had Sam Jones and Casey Jones and Bill Russell. It's easy to write, light up some cigars when you got those guys. But yeah, <laughs> but I remember the one series, him up in the stands. This is post, you know, this is the eighties. And him lighting that fucking cigar up because you could smoke back then. Yeah. Old yeah. fucking Boston Garden. Yeah. Fucking oh, Boston lighting Garden. that shit up up in the stands. Like <laughs> and you could hear. Two minutes left in the game. You could yell on the players and they would hear you. You could be up in the upper decks. They could hear you. Oh, that but, place uh, was hot, though. Oh, my God. That place was freaking hot. <laughs> yelling Joe Klein. Take Joe Klein to the Olympics. Would you? <laughs> Joe Klein. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot uh, of great Sooner thing. Schooner Wagon or whatever. Sooner Schooner's Wagon, yeah. Remember that thing tipping over? I think it just tipped over the other day. It tipped over the last season, but yeah. uh, hat tricks in hockey, where they throw the hats on the ice. Yeah, or cool how tradition. about in Detroit, where they throw the octopus? The octopus. That's it a great to, one. It used to take eight wins to get to the Stanley Cup, so eight yeah. for an octopus. That is that awesome. That was tradition. a cool one. The hockey had some cool ones too, with the, uh, the playoff beards. Playoff beards. Yeah, I love that in hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I gotta have. Oh, I love this. The All Blacks. In rugby, yeah. where they do Australian the Australian All Blacks. Yes. Yeah. And is it ha- New Zealand? It's New Zealand. It yeah. is New Zealand. They do that. They're all Samoan yeah. or something yeah. like that. And they do their whatever the hell they do. It's it the looks haka. pretty freaking intimidating. It is intimidating. And, and, and they're like right up in the guy's face, like doing this, the tongue out. <laughs> and the other team's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and some of them are really big dudes, like, shit, look oh, at these yeah. freaking crazy Samoan guys. That is, that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have, uh, I didn't have time to put together the new category, which team would win, but I did put together, um, if this guy played a sport or another sport, okay. um, what sport would he play and what number would you give him? Okay. I came up with a short list. Okay. First one's an interesting guy. All right. Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam Neeson. Taken. I've got a, I've got a serious <laughs> set of skills. <laughs> And I am going to track you down. I will find you, and I will kill you. That is such a great scene, man. And he's badass in that movie. I just saw an episode of Family Guy where Peter says he can beat him up. In the whole series, the whole episode, he's kicking the shit out of Peter. <laughs> I love when they do that in Family Guy. He beats his ass the whole time. Peter, you've crossed the line. <laughs> Liam Neeson, oh my God, he's kind of a badass. Yes. Uh, I would put him in hockey because I think, put him. He, I think he's going to be a fighter. I put him on defense and he's pounding the, he's like Schultz. He's going to pound the shit out of people. Yeah. And then if you like, you know, you hit Clarky, he's going to say, I'm going to find you. <laughs> Next shift, I'm going to get you. He's definitely hockey. Yeah, then I'd give him like, I don't know, I'd give him number eight. He could be Schultz. All right. I like the number eight too for him. All right. I can't think of another sport for this guy playing, but I thought I'd throw it into your head and see okay. where you go with it. Larry Bird. Oh, Bird. Bird's a, he might be hockey, too. Really? Larry was a, Bird was a badass. You ever see these stories these other guys tell? No. Like, they'd go out drinking and shit, and he's like, Larry's, you know, he's old school. Like, one time he went out with his boys from Indiana, and somebody started mouthing off to one of his buddies. He goes, that's it. Me and you are going outside. And it was Rick Roby telling a story, and he goes, the guy that he was fighting was big. He said, Larry took him outside, tuned his ass. Ah, that's great. He goes, no, he goes, Larry's old school. He's old. You're like, come on, we're going outside. We're going to settle this right. So, yeah, I'd put Larry. He, he'd be a hockey player. He'd play for the Bruins. Be number 33 in hockey, too. He'd be 33 in hockey, <laughs> and he's going to be kicking people. You mess with Bobby Orr, you got to deal with Larry. All right. This one might be kind of easy or a slam dunk, so to speak. Oh, boy. Will Smith. 
don't know. I, he could play basketball, sure. Because he was, he played basketball on the show. He played basketball on the Remember show. Remember, he was the star. Oh <laughs> yeah, he went out to Hollywood. Yeah, uh, but he also played Ali. He he played a great Ali. He did, but he that's, played a great Ali. That's good. Enough but story. I mean, if I'm going to put a team sport, yeah, I'd put him at uh, basketball. You know, maybe a small forward. I got him as big forward. He'd kind of be like a Rick Mahorn type. <laughs> He's that tough. <laughs> I think Will Smith be tough, man. I'll give him forty four as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Will Smith. See, I put him in a small for because I see him mouthing off. All right. In your face. In your face, Bert. Oh, shit. He's bad. <laughs> he's coming after me with a hockey stick. All right. How about Sly Stallone? I already got him on my football team. Oh, he's, you do? He's my Sam linebacker because uh, okay. he's coming up, man. He's, de- he's dealing with the run. All right. So you got he's not smart. You know, What's his, his number? number? Oh, well, I'll give him, I'll give him 55. Hmm. Episode 55, Sly Stallone playing middle linebacker. Outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. All right, here's a good one for you. He's not a great golfer. So, okay. good thing golfers don't have numbers. Charles Barkley. <laughs> Barkley, <laughs> uh, I'd put him at tight end. Oh, definitely. Imagine him at tight end. God and I'll damn. let him be number 13. Uh, actually, I, I think I got Barkley as a, a defensive end. But I'll put him at a tight end, too. Imagine him. Oh, Big shit, ass, man. shoulders, fast. You know he's got good hands. With those he's going to be hard he'd be to tackle. Tough, hard to tackle, that guy. Oh, he'd dip his shoulder. He's going to take you about 10 yards for yep. a ride. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I like I like Charles as a tight end too. Yeah. Like number eighty-seven. I'll give him like eighty-eight or maybe eighty-seven. Uh, At least like Gronk. I guess. I mean, do you still have to be in the eighties? Who knows? Because well, number two. Now you don't have to do anything. Right? Fuck it. If not, he's number one. <laughs> he could be whatever Charles. number he wants to be. Um. All right. I got a couple other names written down okay. here. I don't know if we want to use them or not. But how about Matthew McConaughey? Oh Christ! He's he see he, he's he's a stoner. He's gonna get hurt first time he gets hit in anything. Yeah. Um, maybe put him on a ping pong team or something. Uh, put him at soccer. One of them kicking things. You know, number three or something. I don't know. I think he'd be a good baseball player. Good lefty baseball player. You know, like a right fielder. Now nah, right fielder's got. Then he's gonna be on the outfield all high, and a ball gets hit to him. Matthew, catch the ball. He's just all so right, chill. All right, all right. Like, oh shit! He's like, like Bobby Abreu. Just chill, man. <laughs> just chill. Or he could play basketball with Chief. <laughs> Get high with him, Chief. <laughs> Here, hold, hold this hold for me. I'll be right back. <laughs> Chief could play though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. How about uh, David Beckham? Soccer player. I don't back him. He's got that hot wife. I love that chick. That chick was smoking back in. She got resting bitch face. Well, she does, but mm, she's fucking right now. Yeah. Imagine the other faces she made, Mike. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> can do. Uh, Beckham. Uh, I could see him playing like basketball. basketball. I can see him being like a, you know, like a, a shooting guard or something like that. Wh- what's his number? I give him number ten. Shooting guard of basketball. Oh yeah. He's, he's quick. He's quick. Just one of those annoying white basketball players, huh? Like that number 42 on the fucking Wizards. You know what? You're not watching the Sixers. This fucking 42. Beckham's a good guy. This fucking guy is the ugliest white motherfucker uh, since Mark, rest in peace, Eaton. Um, this guy on the, the, the Wizards is so fucking ugly. And, and Can he, he play? Well, he can shoot the three, but no matter uh, what happens, he hits the ground. Oh, he's he like fakes, fakes the, he's, he's a he's soccer the, flopper. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the fucking. Well, then you got to put Beckham on his Celtics because that way everybody hates them. 
Yeah. See, Beckham on the Celtics, you know, with all the fucking... He fit right in. Who was the guy with all the tats that went all the way up to his neck? Remember that guy? Oh, he was on Cleveland with LeBron. They yeah. called him the bird, the white guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, I don't know his real name. They that, called him the bird. But that'd be yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Beckham. Beckham would okay. play basketball. He'd be that guy. Okay, yeah. You know, with all tatted up. The girls would love him. His fucking hair would be perfect. Oh, yeah. Who's okay. the guy who plays on the Celtics now? His hair is always perfect. The guy that broke his leg a few years ago, like, snapped it. Oh, I, I don't okay. even know if he's on the Celtics anymore. Oh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. No, he's not on the Celtics. And his hair is always perfect oh, every yeah. game. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on, dude. You're going to play basketball. He, he played at Butler for the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right, uh, I had one other name. I had two other names on there. I see. Let's see. All right, first one, uh, Mick Jagger. Oh, Jack. <laughs> oh, Mick. Oh, my. You know, something tells me Mick is resilient. You know, you'd crush him and you'd think, oh, shit, that's the end of Mick. And then he jumps up. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Holy shit, this guy will die. Um, Just because he's English, he doesn't have to play soccer. <laughs> no. I'd make him like a free safety or something, you know? <laughs> I can see him like hitting somebody and dancing around after like Pat Tillman. With the long hair. Okay, here comes Mick. I like that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. God forbid if he intercepts one and brings it back to the end zone. Imagine him freaking celebrating. <laughs> here comes Keith Richards out of the stands. Oh, shit. I had like a bunch of other questions I left on there from last week that were pretty good. Uh, we'll do a Would You Rather. Okay. <laughs> I can't even fucking believe This one. I can't believe we didn't do this last week because I wanted everyone's reaction when I was going to ask you this would you rather. But okay. instead, they're going to have to hear it here. Okay. Would you rather team up with Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? A Wonder Woman? <laughs> I don't, I, who was the second person anyway? <laughs> Captain Marvel. Oh, fuck Captain Marvel. That's the girl from the Toyota commercials. Brie Larson. She's kind of freaking cute, dude. So Wonder Woman? No, Captain Marvel. Brie Larson. She's I, tough. I don't even know who she is, but Wonder Woman. You're kidding me. Fucking Wonder Woman. I'd team up with Captain Marvel. She's fucking badass. I know she's the little crazy woman. Beautiful. All right. All right. So I I did this last week because it was a summer thing. So um, would you rather spend your summer with a family in an RV or in a fancy hotel? Fancy hotel. I don't know because with an RV you can go anywhere. Grand sure. Canyon, here, there, you know. Yeah, know. but with a fancy hotel, you can do anything. You can bring people over. You can do whatever you want to do. In an RV, you're probably out in the fucking wilderness. Like, oh, shit, man. We got to empty the fucking septic tank. You got to remember these questions. I, I was thinking of the whole group last week. We never got to what you'd rather because we just crushed oh, those categories yeah, we yeah. had last week. All right, would you rather be a lifeguard uh-huh. or a carnival ride operator? A uh, carny. <laughs> I do like the word carny, but I'd rather be a lifeguard. <laughs> I would definitely rather be a lifeguard. I want to be a lifeguard on a beach. I don't want to be a lifeguard at a pool. I want to be a lifeguard on a beach. Even I want to be like Baywatch. Because all the girls are coming. All fucking, the girls yeah, want to get on fucking hang. Those guys don't rescue shit. They sit there and they talk they to them. They got the fucking them. interns doing all the and watching. And every once in a while, they they do something. They swim out with their little thing. Yeah, they have to. Whatever. They have to. It's part of their... Right. They have to do that part of their... But, I mean, thing. I remember one night we were partying with a couple of lifeguards, and they were just telling us how girl, they were getting girls to go get them something to eat, something to drink, some uh, water ice, whatever. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm picking up left arm like, Jesus Christ. Of course they are. Fucking slaying. So, yeah. During the summer, lifeguards down the beach are slaying. Good for them. Baywatch. Good for them. Uh, Yeah, carnival ride operator. 
Fucking well, first parties. of all, everybody right off the get-go thinks you're a weirdo because you're with these people. You, they and are. more than likely, you are a fucking weirdo. First, first of all, the carnival ride operator, he operates the carnival ride at night. And then during the day, he's selling meth out of the back of his little <laughs> truck. Were they up in Berwick? Because they never have a full set of teeth. And they, test, doing... they test the product with everybody they sell it to. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, no, I don't want to be that dude. Uh, it's like every time the, they used to have this carnival on Skipback. I, I guess they still do. But these, these fucking people, you'd see them go to the Wawa, you come in and out of Wawa, you knew the carny, carnival was in town and skip back. When you go to the Wawa and you just see them in there. And I mean, like, stereotypical, everything you can imagine was what you would see. Oh, God. And it's like, I'm going to trust my kid getting on that fucking rusty little fucking twirly around ride. And they don't seem like, because they, they click in it, they oh, chain yeah. it up they don't the give chain a fuck. and it doesn't seem like it's clicking good enough and... No. All right, you guys. Like you said, oh, you got missing teeth. They got tats everywhere. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. And then they fucking they get the little balloon things, right? Where oh, whatever the tag is, you get the and you get the little fucking thing. You got to hit three of them. There's a blue, yellow, whatever. Oh, you got the blue prize. And they always had the balloons. If you ever notice, right? I mean, because I figured this out through the years because I'm a big carnival game player. Oh. I don't know if you know this or not. Okay. I love playing the carnival games. They don't inflate the balloons enough. So they kind of leave them a little deflated. So when your dart hits it... you got to hit them with authority to pop Exactly. That's why they don't leave them overinflated where they pop real easy. They leave them underinflated so it's like bounces off. Oh, so if you ever notice yeah, like when the tricks, kids are playing that, tricks, yeah. and they hit them and it's like they, they bounce, bounce off. off. And mm -hmm. probably the darts aren't the most sharp. Nope. So, But why I love the carnival games. I mean, oh my God. I, I, I love the softball into the milk. Jugs. Yeah, yeah. I told you I've won like tons okay. of those. Remember, in all seriousness, they made up a a rule on, in Wildwood on me that one summer they had the tires for the footballs. Mm -hmm. And um, people were paying me to win because they had this little mini bike tire in the middle. So they had the big tires on the side, but they had a little mini bike tire in the middle. And if you got the football in there, you won the big giant bear. Okay. And people literally were paying me because I could throw a perfect spiral right at that middle tire where it ball barely fit, but I would throw the ball so hard it would hit it, it would stop, and then would fall through. <laughs> it was like, and so they they put up a sign that you were only allowed to win two giant bears per summer. They put that up after I had won like eight of them. They finally put the sign up. But yeah, I at uh, in Hershey Park. <clears throat> Every time we would go every Easter, mm -hmm. and I would do, I would win two giant Hershey, these fucking gigantic bears, and just walk away. And it was like Luke would carry one, and whoever Luke brought with him, like this girl Sydney, two years in a row she went with us, and I sent her home with this six foot fucking giant bear because I just knew exactly how to do the nice. milk jugs. Good. Good. Yeah, I love the carny games. Oh my! So. I remember that one summer. Where we were there, and they they had, they had the clown, and you got to throw the thing to dunk him in the dunk tank. And I it was love like that. me, you, John Wright, John all these Wright, guys, yeah. Dougie, and everybody and they, played. They're baseball. talking shit. They're with talking, us. They were talking shit on Johnny Wright, and like what? Then also we get in the line, and and, and everybody either didn't they make us leave? They made us leave because each one of us either got two out of three or three out of three, and we're we're drowning. Do you guy. remember fucking John Wright is talking shit? Oh, he's like, oh yeah, where, where's your ball now? And I think he broke the target because he throws so hard. Oh, and we Andy just... gets up there. He's throwing curveballs. 
Oh, we were crushing that thing. And this guy's like, what the fuck? And then we're getting Stick was with us. Stick. We're all there. Dougie's got a good arm. Yeah. I don't have a strong arm, but I'm accurate. So I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, we were And this guy's like, this enough, thing. enough. You guys got to leave. They're like, oh, where's all your shit talking now, buddy? And then we Remember, like, we were walking by. First of all, that was also, we, we did the miniature golf. And then we went down there like, and the guy's talking shit on us as we're walking by. And we look at each other like, Okay. All right, let's get this dude. <laughs> and we like drown this guy. And, and he's that like, sound that was guys. That sound that we make. Ping. Boom. Boom. Shh. And John Wright, go down again, clown, as Boom. he's throwing. And Boom. just as he's like getting in the seat, another one hit him. And this guy didn't have time to say anything in between all our throws. And he's like, you guys got to leave. I'm like, all right. I guess you're not going to say shit to us the rest of the summer. There's people watching us. People Remember there was yeah, a giant crowd drown behind us? Boom. The next, next person will come up. Two or three, two ping, out of three or three ping. out of three each time. Oh, yeah. oh, we were just crushing that that night. Um, all right, I got one more for you. Okay. Would you rather get really bad sunburn? Okay, I've done that before. Yeah, we've all done that. Or get stung by a jellyfish? I've never been stung by a jellyfish. Actually, I've never been stung by a jellyfish either. Yeah, so I'll go with the sunburn because I don't know what's up with the jellyfish. Yeah, so. I've never got stung by a jellyfish. This one, uh, supposedly we there is some type of uh, easy solution that you do, but I don't, I don't remember it. I've never done it. Never I forget done. where we were. I guess we were in South Carolina, and um, so I was like, "Hey, you know, there were surf lessons, and we were going to do it." So I said, "All right, Luke, I'm taking you surfing tomorrow morning." So I go back up into this bar, and uh, I'm drinking. Sue and Luke are down back on the other side of the beach, right where I signed up for the surf lessons that day. And I'm telling you, Jimmy, I'm at this outdoor bar. One after another, people are coming up from right there where the surf lessons were. They just get stung by jellyfish. And they had this ammonia thing they were spraying on them right off the beach. Okay. They had them. And it was like, I go down there and I said, what's going on? And they're like, ah, oh, you know, we have this giant thing of surf. And I'm like, I went right back over the thing. And I'm like, I texted Sue. I'm like, I just canceled the surf stuff. There's fucking jellyfish. Jimmy, there was jellyfish everywhere. Oh, fuck yeah. And it was like, you should have seen these people. And they, the lifeguards and everybody were there just spraying these people with this ammonia. Was that killing the pain or something? I guess. But there were people. There was this one kid. They were like pulling the shit out of his arm. Oh, my God. It was the grossest fucking thing. Supposedly, it really stinks bad yeah. at first. But they're, they're, I, somebody got stung a couple years ago. And they're like, oh, what you need to do is this. And then it takes a Fucking pee away. on somebody. right? They did their own friends. I forget what Remember, you're supposed to. But I guess it's ammonia. Pee has ammonia. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, uh, oh my God. But no, I, I've had some really bad sunburns. Uh, the worst sunburn I ever had, Sue and I were driving down in the Popemobile, ironically, oh. um, down to South Carolina, and I had the, the sunroof open. So my leg and my arm got burnt. So my leg from like where my shorts were to my knee got burnt, and then my arm. Now think about it. I'm going on vacation. This is the ride down. I had the sunroof open. Jimmy, I go down to the beach. I got a burnt left arm yeah. and a burnt half of my right thigh right. to my knee. Right. I look like the biggest fucking jackass. I'm all white everywhere except my left arm yeah. and my right thigh. Oh, my God. I look like such a fucking oh dork. God. Yeah, I mean, the worst sunburn, or one of the worst sunburns I ever got was on my honeymoon. We're at a you know swim at bar. We're in Mexico. And I get burned to hell the first night. We're talking to this other couple who had got married the same day. And we're drinking it up, having a great time. We go out that night. The next morning I wake up 
both my arms are like beet red and I never had freckles on my arms here and I do now yeah. and I have had ever since and I was like oh my god I'm like fuck and then like the next day I had to go out with a shirt and the people oh, we see they're like well you had a bad hangover I'm like no bad sunburn oof that bad so, sunburn oh, man that was the worst I've had them where you you know you get the lumps the little lumps the blisters and the blisters and yeah I've had that when I was a kid yeah yeah that's bad man I mean today I don't even fuck around I spray myself uh, yeah me too I mean I spray and I try to stay out of the sun I don't take my shirt off unless I'm going into the water yeah that's it I don't like messing around with it nope nope not nope it. I'm not tanning alright uh, I don't think we did a Florida man last week or maybe we did I think we did because the one guy was talking about how Chris was saying that he reads up on him too so he I did a, it was a Florida woman last week oh was it yeah, was so it a high speed chase I don't think so okay maybe I, so. I hope to I hope this is let's hear it let's hear it a nearly naked Florida woman arrested after a high-speed car chase? Then what'd you do? I don't know. Well, let's hear it. Maybe right. it is. I hope I didn't do the same one. I All usually right. copy and paste these in. And okay, let's hear it. Anyway, nearly naked Florida woman arrested after her high-speed car chase. A nearly naked Florida woman was arrested after allegedly leading authorities on a high-speed chase in a stolen car, report said. Rachel Stefanisich, 24, is accused of fleeing from a trooper who tried to pull her over along Interstate 75 in Hernando County on Saturday morning, WFLA reported, citing the Florida Highway Patrol. Stefan Efedich allegedly (laughs) reached speeds of 100 miles per hour in a stolen Cadillac sedan as she tried to get away from deputies. She made it to State Road 52 before authorities stopped the car using pursuit intervention technique, also known as the pit maneuver, whatever the fuck that is, according to the report. stuff down and brick pops the tires or something like I that? guess. The Highway Patrol said Stefanovich was nearly fully unclothed mm. when she was apprehended. Stefanovich was charged with grand theft auto, reckless driving, fleeing and eluding, possession of methamphetamine. Oh, boy. She's a carny. She's a carny. <laughs> and driving while license suspended, authority said. Oh, so. boy. There it is. So, yeah, I guess Florida woman back-to-back might have been the same story. I don't remember. No, that wasn't the same story. Oh, good. That wasn't the same story. Yeah, because I usually copy and paste when I see Florida man or... Man or uh, no, that funny... wasn't the same story. I forget what last week's was. I literally, when I read these stories and I see something pop up from Florida, I'll read the story and I go, that's a good that's one. A good one. Yeah, I yeah. copy and paste it into our notes, yeah. our, our podcast notes. So that's good. I'm glad it's not a do-over. All right, we are down to, we are already, if you can imagine this, at one hour. Wow. I know. It's a, it's a good okay. episode. Okay. So we're at our Mount Rushmore this okay. week. So for Memorial Day weekend, okay. uh, I thought we'd do Mount Rushmore of war movies war to movies. honor our war veterans. And okay. so, um, you know, the, the your Mount Rushmore of okay. war okay. movies okay. where Americans are did winning their best and doing something, and okay. did something for us. Um, okay, so my, my number one is one that I, I absolutely... You know, everybody says if you're watching have a favorite movie, you can stop and watch it at any point. You know, you really like that movie. And for me, that movie is Patton. Patton's I love one. Patton with George C. World War II, Scott, Greatest George Generation, Glenn, right? And uh, Carl Malden. It's it's awesome. True story. True story about Isn't Patton, it? and it's it's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate from what uh, I've heard. Um, so that's for me. Is right, my, I, my I hate to stop you. One. Great thing about Patton that I always remembered historically is Patton was so pissed off he wanted to go after Russia, and that's why he did. Oh, you, okay, true, right? That's true. Yeah, and and it's like he didn't he, want to stop. He didn't want to stop, and you think yeah. about it historically, 
What a great move that would have fucking been for America. He said, you know, at the end, because he's like, we can be tapping on your phones. And he's like, you know, we got the resources over here. The hell with these mongoloid Russians. Let's get, we got the guys. Let's get them now. We're going to have to fight right. these fuckers anyway. Let's do it now. <laughs> he was so right. But, uh, yeah, so he yeah, he was something crazy. Um, so Pat. Georgie uh, Scott. Oh, what a great yeah. role. Great yeah, movie. Great, great one. Great, great movie. one. It's not on my list. And, and, the, and the tunes. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, I'm like, man, that's great. That'd be like a great tune to play when a football team runs out um, so that's my number one. Uh, other movies I really like, uh, one in particular because it's, it's got to be dead on true because the guy who did it acted in the movie, Audie Murphy to hell and back. Okay. He's the most decorated American up to that point. Most decorated. And he snuck into the Marine, no, the Army, underage from Texas. And he just, every time something they were in, in crunch time, he would just naturally take over and help them. And they were, again, in the European theater in World War II. So that's a, a, another great one. Uh, another movie I really enjoy, it's about being in World War II, being on a boat. It wasn't very action-packed. It was actually about you know guys who were on a supply boat and they, they had to deal with the mundane and the, the monotony of doing nothing. And it's called Mr. Roberts. Oh, yeah. And it's with James Cagney, yes. uh, Henry Fonda, Jack Lemmon, Great War movie. Bond, very Navy great, movie, but great movie. Great it's World War Two, World War Two, and I mean, it's full of all these stars, one after another. A Ken Curtis is in it, and it's an awesome movie. Yeah. I mean, it's not action packed where you're shooting people up. It's not, but it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. And I and I really like that one. Uh, and then the next one, I'm going to go with a, a more recent one, um, and it's kind of more about England than us. Uh, it's it's Dunkirk, which was you know a, a good one that led up to, and it's so historically on. And it just shows the resiliency of the British and the people of Britain yeah. because they had to rescue their whole army. So they called on civilians to get their yachts and go get these guys, and they did. Yeah. And it was really good. And there's another one, uh, I, I can't think of the name of it, which was Gary Oldman. He portrays Winston Churchill. And it talks about, right after Dunkirk, about should we negotiate peace with Germany or not? And Churchill's like, absolutely not. This guy's he's a liar. He's a psychopath. We've got to fight till. And then there's a scene where he's down in the, the tube the subway system, and he's talking to the people, would you give up? Should we negotiate? And they're like, absolutely. We'll fight till tooth and nail. And he goes, and then he makes his great speech. All right. So it wasn't about Americans, but it was about World War II. By the way, Churchill's got great literature. Oh, great Great leadership quotes. Great quotes. Fucking phenomenal. And he... He worked the U.S. into... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, him, so. and, him and FDR worked very closely together. Yeah, but, I so. mean, if you want to huge, throw it out... Huge Churchill fan. Yeah, oh, me too. I mean, if we want to work in another uh, American movie, if you don't like those two, I'll go with Midway with uh, Charles Heston. Heston. The original Midway was so and great. Fonda. Yes. That was a great movie. Great movie. Great Robert movie. Mitchell. And the Battle of Midway. And I'm great. I'm and really Robert glad you... Midway. Was I look at my list, and my list is very heavy on Vietnam. And it's like you went with a lot of World War II, yeah, which was the better generation yeah. and better for America. Yeah. But my Mount Rushmore of war movies, um, I'm going to try and do this as best I can in order with one, only one um, uh, honorable mention. So my first one is Apocalypse Now, because I just Ooh. thought that was such a great fucking movie. That was a great movie. And... Um, you know, again, terrible war, but the way they portrayed that, and yeah. uh, thought that movie was amazing. Yeah. You know, clear in the beach, 
Yeah. Do conserve. Lance, Lance. Oh, Robert Duval. Go out and serve. Go out and serve. Fucking Robert Duval. And then the music. Which, by the way, was in Days and Thunder. I love Robert, Robert Duval. Every fucking he's a movie. Great actor. Oh, he's so amazing. And the music they played when the, uh, the helicopters mm-hmm. would attack them. Doom, doom. It scares the shit out of the guys. Oh, yeah. Doom, 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 doom. I mean, we were fortunate. We were young. We right? were too young for that. And then ended. Yeah. 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 But, my God, it's like, you know, you knew older people that. You know, we're alive. That weren't 10, 20 years older than us, right? Not yeah. that much. Yeah. That were part of that. And you're like, yeah, fuck. They, they, they were... had some. They had some hell of battles that they. Yeah. They did. Um, along those same lines, um, Platoon. Platoon was a great one. That was when we were in college with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And I remember right? leaving that movie theater and going, "What the fuck did I just see?" That was that was that was a very moving movie. Yeah, William Defoe and yeah. uh, what's his name, Barringer, uh, and the other uh, uh, what the hell's kid, Flamingo Kid, his brother. Oh, Matt Dillon. His, his Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon. Bunny. He was Bunny. Yes. Yeah, he was good in that. So um, the greatest thing I ever, I mean, one of the best things I hate to use. It was Johnny Drummond. Yes. Yes. Um, they did this special. I think it was on HBO. Where it was a whole behind the scenes of Platoon. Oh, wow. Now, I forget who directed Platoon. Was it Oliver Stone? It might have been. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So the way he did this, um, they made it for the actors so realistic. Um, uh, what's the hell is his name? Who was the main, one of the main players? It was Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. So Charlie Sheen said that, you know, guy, they were so tight knit as an acting group. And the, this is the way Oliver Stone wanted it. When someone would die off, that was it. He he removed them. They weren't allowed to hang anywhere. They were gone. He took them wow. and sent them home. So it was like you just lost somebody you've been hanging around with for weeks and acting and doing these Kinda scenes. Made it sad, yeah. And it was like you know, holy crap! You know, one by one we're getting picked off, and and it was like, yeah. But this behind the scenes of Platoon. One of the most amazing things I watched. Yeah. Did you see it? No, I did not see it. But okay, I, I you remember watch when the it. movie came out and they had a ton of Vietnam uh, veterans go and see it. And they were saying, this is pretty accurate. It was. Yeah. It's, there were some really sad things. But I remember leaving the movie theater going, oh my God, wow. fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, it's probably late 70s. Um, very, very, you talk about the mental side of things, the deer hunter. Deer Hunter was a good one. Oh, Again, I'm, I'm the same movie. Well, I think what Vietnam did, they had it had a more of a psychological effect yes. on somebody's guy because they were a lot younger. Yeah, just like that's um, uh, what was that? It was song? cool. It was guys from yeah, the 19, 19. Yeah, they were average ages. Nineteen was Paul Walken. That's not that it. Yeah. Uh, Robert Duvall, John, John, what's his name? Who was Fredo in uh, Godfather? Was in it. Oh no way, Fredo! Fredo was in it. He was the dude who was. The, the guy who forgot his boots in the beginning and he didn't go away to war uh, but it was uh, and then the one guy who went with him Stevie lost both his legs and that, that took a toll on him mentally and then there was a guy who was the bartender the big fat guy who was in Law and Order for years right right he was in on it and then they had another guy another big guy who didn't go to war who was just a local guy in that town who showed them around and they liked him so much they're like we're going to put you in the movie and he had a decent role in that. That was his one and only. Christopher actor. Walken was so fucking amazing. Oh, Walken was unbelievable. That fucking unbelievable. Well, he, well, he's a nut job to begin with. He is, but, but you know, he was the whole great the whole wedding that. and then boom, you know, yeah, I know. Oh my fuck, god! Come on, up. come on, Michael, we gotta go home. We gotta go home. And then my top one, I'm blown away that you didn't say this. Saving Private Ryan. 
I didn't say it. Uh, it's I'm a, glad you left it for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't say <laughs> it. it. It's a good movie, and it's very, very long, and it is good. I mean, I just just the real. You talk about realistic, yeah, yeah, and and Normandy, and that in its such a nutshell. Somebody put something on LinkedIn the other day, and it was like, you know, I talk about Memorial Day, and it's like because of this beach, and it shows the guy storming the beach of Normandy. We can celebrate this. Beach I saw that. I saw that. Oh, did you see that? I saw that there. Yeah. Maybe you were the one who liked it. I probably did like it. Yeah, I did and like I was like, this is fucking because amazing. of this beach, we were able to do this beach. I, yeah. I did like that. Um, but there's a couple of them. Uh, there's a movie with... Full Metal uh, Jacket, by the way. Oh, I like mention. that. Oh, yeah. Great I love that Stanley one. Stanley Kubrick. It's, it's, no, it's, I like when they're in boot camp. Yes. You know, are you allowed to have jelly donuts here? Why? Because you're a disgusting fat body. You paid for it. They're going to do it. And they did push-ups yeah, while yeah. he's eating that damn thing. But, yeah, that's a good one. But um, one of the ones that stands out to me is uh, Mel Gibson did one about We Are Soldiers. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And it's great there's movie. a part in the movie where his wife is Madeline Stowe's gorgeous by the way yeah. and she and, and all the soldiers kind of live in this one little neighborhood and somebody has to deliver the bad news and it's usually the mailman and the mailman brings it to her and says I, I'm sick of doing this I can't keep doing this she goes well somebody's got to do it I got to do it so she did it yeah and she took on that responsibility and there's a battle in there that a friend of my brother Johnny uh, knew this guy Bobby Bell where they were surrounded and they were completely outnumbered, and somehow they survived. About 10 of them survived. Yeah. 15 of them survived. And they freaking were shooting the hell out of people. I forget the name of the battle, but it was in that movie. And you know, and he was just a leader, like, hey, we're going to survive. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to. And they did. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some tremendous uh, war movies, but those are the ones that had stuck out to me. Yeah, and me too. And, you know, there was that one um, where the guy was, you know, he didn't want to... Uh, he didn't want to shoot anybody, whatever. Oh, he was the... Was uh, that the Hacksaw Ridge or some shit? Yeah, I think it was Hacksaw like Ridge. Where the guy know. didn't want to... He was a uh, peaceful... Nons and... Whatever. whatever. And then, yeah, then you can also go with World War One with... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sergeant York with Gary Cooper, which is right. We you know we left out a couple of wars there. There's a ton of Civil War movies with John Wayne. That's her trying oh, yeah. She wore a yellow ribbon. Oh, we fought each other. And all those type of stuff. But um, there's a lot, a lot of good war movies. Good, so, good yeah. category. Mount yeah, Rushmore yeah. from Memorial Great Day weekend. Yep. So uh, that's it, James. All right. Um, we are um, we're an hour and ten minutes for this uh, day before Memorial Day, Memorial day, day weekend. Kind of um, but yes, so stay tuned for part two, which will come up after this. I'm going to put two episodes out. Which is uh, the crazy guys? It's crazy boys you're hear from golf. Huh? Yeah, you're gonna hear from the boys. Crazy Addington boys. Yeah. So, um, we'll we'll finish this off with. Uh, you mentioned Paul Hardcastle. I freaking love this song. No, 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 nineteen. No, no, nineteen. You better stop stepping on my microphone. Hey, <laughs> I literally was standing on my microphone. Let's see if it. <laughs> In 1965, Vietnam seemed like... <laughs> Thanks for riding shotgun with Norman Jim's oh, Memorial Day version. In many ways, and so were those who did the fighting. In World
Something spurred this song to come yeah. out. Huh? 